self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we, we are a conversation, conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me on twitter and instagram at m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you'd like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account at conversationconartists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. If you are on Reddit and you see some Reddit shit that you would like for us, that you think would be funny for us to do on the show, send us a link to that shit too. But we do have a letter this week from the meat positive king himself. It's not so much a letter as it is a uh, a Facebook message post, so you ain't got to worry about Yay. some kind of meat pun. Yay! Uh, although it would be hilarious. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. This is not a serious letter, but it is it's something different. Oh, shit. Oh, that's my cellular device. That is, yes, that's his cellular Mine is on silent. <laughs> if hers was next to her... Then we'll be hearing fucking static because of whatever devices she got <laughs> in- interferes heavily. Okay. My 25-year-old boyfriend, I'm a 25-year-old female, keeps asking me to invest in his soup tube business idea, and I'm not sure how to deal with it. Wait. What is this, your reader? It's a Reddit letter. Oh, I thought you said we had a letter from Colin. No, we. this is what he sent. Oh, he sent us a Reddit letter. Yeah. Okay. A Reddit post to read okay, as okay. his. Um, my 25-year-old boyfriend keeps asking me to invest in his soup tube business idea, and I'm not sure how to deal with it. I've been living with my boyfriend for about seven months. Two weeks ago, he sat me down and presented a PowerPoint presentation with his business idea. I knew he'd been working on an idea, but he didn't want to tell me about it until it was finished. Based on his enthusiasm and his prior seemingly intelligent nature, I thought maybe it'd be a cool idea. Instead, he presented to me an idea about soup tubes. The idea, if you can call it that, is to construct a series of tubes throughout our city that leads to a centralized soup kitchen. For a monthly subscription, a customer can subscribe to a tube of soup, and a tube extension would be built off the nearest mainline tube and directly into the customer's apartment or home. Based on subscription level, that would determine the quantity of soup per customer could and how many types of soup. The tubes are basically the size of pipes, like you might see under the sink, but he insisted that it must be called soup tube, not soup pipe. Tube just zings better. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. At first, I asked if he was crank-ganging me or something, but he was completely sincere. Obviously, the idea is completely insane. The notion that the city would authorize somebody to construct a series of tubes everywhere that carries soup in their homes is, of course, ludicrous. And even if such an initiative were approved, the cost of such an operation would be ridiculous. You would have to charge outrageous prices for customers who install and subscribe to a soup tube, and who would pay for such a service when canned soup costs like a dollar or two? Or you could buy soup from a restaurant for a few dollars. I explained these things as politely as I could, but he dismissed them and said that all said that tube-based soup delivery is the wave of the future. Wait, okay. I don't I don't um <laughs> um so like we're talking like Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Like he's saying soup. Like soup. The f- Yeah. <laughs> Broth, noodles, some kind of meat, maybe vegetables. 
why does he think that people would want soup this bad? Like, why soup? Right? Like, why why was soup the thing that he was like, you know what people really fuck with? Soup. I need to figure out a way to get soup in everybody's house the quickest way possible. Gonna get these tubes, these, these, um, <laughs> like, soup? Is soup even that popular? But then, Bro, soup is the red-headed appetizer. That's like, what soup is. Like, instead of the red-headed stepchild, it's the red-headed appetizer. Like, it's it's literally for people that are cold nature. <laughs> like, if you're a cold motherfucker, soup is for you. That's... And you get that as an appetizer at the restaurant. Who the fuck would want an appetizer? Like, I wouldn't even want a cheese stick tube. Ain't no appetizer at a restaurant that I would want delivered to my house in a, in a efficient way. And is the soup hot? Is it is it room temperature? You heat it up? Is it is it piped into your house? Uh, the uh, fact that he made a motherfucking PowerPoint, like girl, <laughs> who? How do you clean the tubes? <laughs> how do you make sure that the fucking tubes are clean? How do you keep somebody from poisoning the shit out of their neighbor's tube so they ain't fucking drinking arsenic and goddamn all kind of shit they ain't got no business drinking? How do you keep homeless people from just poking a hole in that motherfucker and going to town? And just getting free soup? <laughs> like, what is soup? Like, I I still don't... The concept is ludicrous, obviously. But I'm still just very stuck on... When he was coming up with an idea, he decided on soup. Soup is not that popular of a thing. And soup is really... the I think the time... Like, Fall, winter, soup probably hit its stride, right? Rest of it, like, it, it's, it's 90-some degrees in Alabama. I'm not finna go get no goddamn soup. <laughs> like, it's not a thing. If I got a cold or some shit, I might be like, shit, let me go get me some some, some of that chicken noodle soup from, from Chick-fil-A, because that shit is good. That this and is, their um, chicken tortilla soup is This good. is the result of racism. What is, what? This is the result of racism. <laughs> Explain. Wow, these elementary schools are trying so hard to put gifted black kids in special ed. They taking these regular mediocre ass white kids that should be in special ed and propping their ass up to stay in general ed. And now you got a 25 year old motherfucker that think that you could build a whole society of tubes that deliver fucking soup. The fuck is wrong with you? Like, this is what happens. I, I don't know if y'all knew that. Black kids get diagnosed with ADHD at a high rate. They get put into special needs at a high rate. They get expelled at a high rate. And they go on to be some great upstanding citizens. Ask some senators and shit. Ask some motherfucking local politicians what their childhood in school was like that's black. And now ask, ask the white politicians what kind of Birkenstocks they wore on their summer vacations when she, they should have been in special ed and with, with a goddamn tutor. She need to leave him. Um, she... <laughs> How can somebody fake being intelligent for so long? I well, listen. Well, how long she said they have been together? I don't. Uh, seven months. I mean, cause he been working on the idea, right? So he probably been like, see, he when they met, he was probably like, I'm working on something big, and she thinking like, he seemed fairly intelligent, so this must gonna be something great. And then when he said he was ready to present it to her. You know, that's when she found out that it was that's what he'd been working on. <laughs> it's fucking soup too. I it doesn't 
There's so many things wrong with it. Like, I, I want to see the PowerPoint presentation. I wish I could see it. I just want to see what... <laughs> What could he have possibly put in a PowerPoint presentation about this idea that doesn't make any sense? Like, <laughs> soup tube, like for like, and she better than me because she talking about she did it politely, like telling him all the reasons why it wouldn't work. I at at the point where I realized that he was fucking serious. I know. <laughs> what <laughs> this what you've been working on for months this is what you've been working on <laughs> and can you imagine he did this this is a recent reddit post yeah so he came up with this idea to do this shit during a pandemic when <laughs> It's so many things, so many things that are wrong here. Um, but she needs to leave because he he may be mentally challenged. <laughs> like, for real. I'm surprised that he's able to do his daily living, you know, stuff, you know, brush his teeth and things. It seemed like he shouldn't be able to walk and talk at the same time. The fuck up soup. <sighs> And listen, I don't give a fuck. Anybody that's listening that's like, oh, well, you know, Red ain't no ride or that. I am sure not. Because this is one of those situations where I feel like, as your girlfriend, I need to be honest with you. Let you know what's going on. <laughs> Instead of just, like, backing a, a horrible, ludicrous idea. Like, I'm not going to just be like, oh, yeah, babe, that sounds good. That's great. So I was having a conversation with my girlfriend and I was asking her, how are you going to correct me in public if I say something wrong? Like, what's a, what is a, uh, because we're a team, right? Yeah. And I can't let her let us look stupid. <laughs> you know, so I can't, my ego can't be big enough that if I need to be corrected in front of people that I'm not corrected, but how do I, I don't I don't know the best way to go about correcting a person like so what I would do is I would try to end that dead that conversation quick as shit like I wouldn't want to do it in front of like people just because that's just gonna be a difficult it's gonna be difficult to do that even if if you wrong it's gonna be difficult for somebody to take being embarrassed in front of their people right so. I would just try to dead the conversation as quick and get you to over like, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> like, we would have a little private, like, what did you, do you know what you just said? Did you hear yourself? <laughs> like, I wouldn't do it in front of people just because what that if, is hard to na navigate. What if me and you were in a relationship mm -hmm. and, you know, I told you about my idea and now I'm finna go up to some of our friends and start talking about the soup tube. Nope. Are you gonna let me finish? Nope. And then, like, well, how? But how are nope. you handling that? Because now nope. you're still you're dealing with that dynamic of you finna have to embarrass. Uh, well, wait. So, uh, so I, am I hearing about soup tube at the same time they're hearing about it, or I already knew about it? You knew about it already. You just brushed it off as some bullshit, and now I'm 
going up to some people saying, listen, I, I got this idea that I've been working on. I talked to my lady about it. Yeah, and I'm going to be like, yep, he sure did. Can I get, but I need to holler at you one quick second. We'll be right back. And just give me a second. <laughs> like, I'm going to find a way to pull your ass but out. But you're of not going like, to do it in front of them. <laughs> so what? You're not going to do it in front of them. No, I wouldn't want it because I just feel like it would be difficult to do that and not embarrass the person. And if I'm with you, I ain't trying to embarrass you. Like, okay, that's not so you walk up on him having this conversation with people already. Finding a way to dead it. <laughs> you I'm going to find a way to dead it. Like, I feel like, because I feel like when you, when you start talking about the soup tube, especially if it's people that know both of us, they're going to be looking at me with the panic eyes, and I'm going to be like, oh, shit, that nigga probably over there talking about soup tube. Let me run over here. Like, I feel like I would get a sense from the people that, like, oh, no, this nigga really is out here telling people about this shit. Let me go over here and dead this shit real quick. <laughs> So like, if I have to fake an injury, if I have to be like, oh my God, like I'm I'm in my stomach. Like I'm gonna we're gonna dead it. I'm gonna find a way to dead it and get you off to the side and be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no. So I'm pretty <laughs> cautious about the information that I put out, especially when I'm talking to other people. I try to know what the hell I'm talking about yeah. as much as possible. Everybody um, knows. but sometimes that shit don't uh, sometimes I might it depends on the issue. If I'm misquoting a study or and I'm deep in it and I'm misquoting statistics and stuff, then that's all right. Because I still stay in the wiggle room of it's that's not my point. Yeah. Getting the numbers right ain't the point. It's about whatever the tra translation of it is. Yeah. Um, if I just say like a word wrong, you know, it's, I, I can take a, did you mean such and such? Yeah. But if it's a, like a, a, a an opinion that I spouted that you don't agree with, that's that's more difficult to have that conversation between me and you in front of other people, unless we all have like an open-ended, these yeah. are my perspectives. But I like to believe I can accept being corrected in front of people. And you I know, mean, as long as it's done, you know, respectfully. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, and, and we got a system where it's played. People be like, I am, I damn sure am fucking up. I ain't mean to say that. I meant, or yeah. she right. She right. Because I was, I was thinking yeah. about something else in my head. She, she right. Thanks, thanks baby for correcting me. I you think know. you have to know the person that you with. Like, I do feel like you would be able to take that, but there are men that would not be able to take that. And 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 even if they weren't like, um, gonna punch me in my eye later on about it, I feel like there are men that will feel some type of way about being corrected in front of company. <laughs> so like, I I think you gotta know who you with and know know your partner well enough to know how you would need. Because I feel like how you would address that is gonna depend on the person really. But in general, I would try not to. And I could be such a know-it-all sometimes anyway that I feel like I have to be careful about how I correct people about shit because I don't want it to come off as, <laughs> as me knowing everything. Because unfortunately, it's the, the situation has been that I've been smarter than the niggas that I've dated. And because of that, <laughs> that happens a lot. <laughs> Where it's like, the fuck is you talking about? Like... <laughs> Your yeah, eyebrows block you, your your eyes from the sun. You got too much sense. You can't you <laughs> on the scale of on a scale of one to ten, your sense is at like a seven or eight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause you have been wrong sometimes. And even if you ain't never been wrong, you lose two points from your stubbornness. Yes. By I default. 
accept that. So seven, <laughs> eight, your stubbornness. Sometimes your stubbornness is just it keep you from wanting to even accept other shit. So yeah. you lose some. You 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 have yeah. a you have a two point range on the bottom. You got a one point <laughs> range on the top. You can't have a ten. You can't. You can't have a ten, but you can't have any less than a fucking six. You can't. Uh, and, and your the quality of your interaction declines with either one of those ranges going too far above and beyond. Like even with a nine, you're gonna have to find that nigga flaws to exploit. Yeah. <laughs> like even with a nine, with a ten, you you ain't gonna be able to deal with the ten. I wouldn't date a ten. Yeah, you date a ten. That'd if be- you knew he was a ten, you wouldn't date him. If you didn't yeah. know he was a ten, when you found out, you probably cut his ass loose. Probably. Because you would find out the reason that you found out was because of him being a ten. That's why. And that ain't <laughs> conflict. <good>. So like, <laughs> you 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 got a range. You if you got somebody under a six, they're going to have a bad time, and you're gonna be <laughs> bored and irritated as shit. That's just how the shit work. Yeah, I'm so, learning that about myself. But I, you know, you know, this conversation is like, I hope that when y'all hear, I mean, we therapists that talk shit about shit. So yeah, a lot of times when we have these conversations, I hope you're looking at yourself and saying, "Damn, what if my girl had to correct me, or what if I had to correct yeah. my girl, or my guy? How am I going to do that? Th- this yeah. conversation, this pillow talk. How you gonna correct me, baby, if I say something wrong in front of people, or yeah. or you know, you disagree and whatnot, or Know where your know where your level of intelligence is versus your mate. Yeah, I live by the motto: I'm smart at what I'm smart at. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna tell you now: I'm not smart at financial shit. My lady is gonna be who? The, what the fuck? Get me out of debt? You know, her guidance and direction. You know, that's gonna be the case. Um, when it comes to mental health, I'm gonna be the one that can help her. You know figure out shit between her friends and her group and the things that's going on more than, you know, she can figure that out on her own. Yeah. And, you know, she's an ABA therapist. So when it comes to autism and observable behaviors and behavioral modification, that's just shit. She's smart. I'm smart at what I'm smart at. And I know what I'm smart at. I know what I'm not smart at. And in your relationship, what the fuck are you smart at and what the fuck are you not smart at? You gonna, y'all need to figure that shit out. Yeah. Yep, because you, know? you ain't gonna be smart at everything, and that's fine. Like, just make sure the shit that you smart at, you real smart at that shit. Yeah. That's it. That's all you gotta do. And if, and, and if what you smart at got to be slinging meat, oh, then geez. you know that's no. just what, what you mean. I mean, listen, that's so. That's so. You you seen how to you? Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. That's some dude's final lifeline. <laughs> they ain't got no other thing that can answer the question of whether you will be successful in a relationship. <laughs> you know, uh, it's a song called Way Back When with T.I. in it where he basically asked a girl, why you let all these dudes fuck you and, you know, you don't even care they still fuck And She said, I just need love. I want to feel love. I don't care if it ain't real love. <laughs> it's a lot of dudes that's like that. It's a lot of dudes that ain't got nothing but meat to offer. And no woman wants them around because they ain't got shit else going. As they last last lifeline, it's like, man, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I want this. I want this money, but my last lifeline is throwing the meat. <laughs> so they hit that button and throw the meat on the lady, and the lady be like, I guess you can come back next week. Yes, come back next week. 
that's not that's not a life to live, man. Women have that experience, but men have it too, man. Yeah. It's called meat isolation. Okay, so we're not finna get into that. All right. Listen, we ain't done with meat positivity, okay? I know, I know. I want to I want to help people understand the underside of this shit. These men out here going through meat isolation where they have created a reality in their head that makes them feel like they meat is the only important thing in the world. And they use it like that, like it's the only thing that matters. And you know what? They don't have no love. They don't have no connection. They don't have no emotional anything with a woman. All they got is the physical. And that ain't the like kind of life you want to live. Nobody. This is going to be Colin's next email title, Meet Isolation. I cannot. Or it's going to be some play off of that shit. It's much more clever than that. So <laughs> to it. Whatever it is. All right, so my Reddit post. Thank you for that, Colin. That was batshit ass crazy. Soup tube. I cannot. Yeah. Um. So okay, I got two letters that are about like kind of what we've been talking about about knowing the level of in- intellect that your significant other other has. I feel like COVID is testing a lot of relationships in ways that people did not expect to be tested. So I got two COVID related letters. As it pertains to relationships. I got an insensitive ass girlfriend. I think she's insensitive anyway. Um, A a parenting question. And a clingy girlfriend. Parenting. Parenting. Oh, this parent. This one is. Okay. So this is a 39-year-old man with his 37-year-old soon-to-be ex-wife or ex-wife. No, she's his ex-wife. I secretly but legally recorded my ex-wife and my interaction when she came over to move today. It's really ugly on her part. Should I play it for my kids who are 14 and 12 to prove that I'm not the asshole that she says that I am? That's the title of it. Uh, I was divorced in February. I didn't want the the divorce at all, but finally agreed. I truly feel like I've lost my whole world. I have split custody with my kids and we still get along really great. I probably have been, have not been the best divorced parent and have said things to my kids. I shouldn't have about my ex and our divorce. But the thing is she has too. the big thing that she has said constantly throughout the divorce is that she feels threatened by me. And he put that in quotation marks. She has never explained what she means by this, whether it's mentally threatened, physically threatened, or otherwise. It got so bad that our divorce mediator advised me on the side that I need to keep careful notes about our interactions. She also told my wife that unless she had specifics about what threatened meant, she was going to have to stop seeing us as clients because all of the talk of threats was sidetracking everything. So fast forward six months, and my wife... Uh, had waited until the very last minute to come to get her stuff from my house. I was there by myself, but I'm so freaked out by the talk of threats. I decided to hit the voice memo on my phone and record the entire interaction so it couldn't come back to haunt. Single party consent state on recordings. Uh, Of course, she brought up that she felt threatened again, so I was very happy to have recorded the whole thing. But listening back to the entire hour plus of the recordings is that I'm way more calm than I ever gave myself credit for in dealing with her. I have been gaslit for so many years that I was this big hulking asshole who made her feel threatened. I actually believed it, but the recordings actually display me being pretty polite, pretty deferential to her, 
and never talking over her. She, on the other hand, screamed, yelled, got incredibly short with me, called me names, and made the whole thing miserable. I guess my question is now I have my rock-solid proof that I'm not the person that she says that I am. Should I play these recordings for my kids to show them, or would that make me a horrendous parent? Sir, don't do that shit. I thought this was shit was gonna go in a different direction. I thought he was gonna show the lawyers or the court or something. No, he wants to show, show your kids. Hell, fuck no. <laughs> fuck wrong with you? Why the fuck would you think you're supposed to show your kids that shit? Them kids already in an emotional fragile state because y'all done got a goddamn divorce, and you sit here have the audacity to try to play favorites by showing your kids that your goddamn wife wilding out versus you. And the reality is. I'm not even certain that you don't do this when the video ain't recording. It yeah. sounds like you know, at least you know how to play nice when yeah. this shit is going down. And you just happen to get evidence of you playing nice. Your kids know who the fuck you are. You need to play uh, your version of yourself to your kids as you. Not as a fucking video of your woman that changed that. If that's who she is, they're going to find it out. And if it's not you, then they're going to know it ain't. But when you, if you cute. try to play your your if you try to play your kids against them, that's gonna cause emotional ter- turmoil for them. That's gonna be a fucking problem, and and that's just not gonna be good. And you're gonna turn this shit into a war. I mean, you yeah. already talking about being afraid of a woman that's threatening you, being afraid of a woman that's giving you all of these different, you know, uh, profanity and all of the things that she's saying about you. And you mean you gonna show this to your kids? You're going to start an all-out war, and she's going to send somebody after your ass, and your ass ain't going to be happy after that shit. No, you're not. And listen, this is what parents... And this is why... Divorce is a very emotional thing for kids just in general. Like, the best-case scenario, two parents that are completely amicable in their divorce, kids are still going to have an issue with that because it's a splitting up of of the life that they have known. So it's already just going to be bad. But parents make this shit so much worse by dragging the motherfucking kids in this. You didn't say that she was abusive to the kids, that she treats the kids bad. You've made it. Both of y'all been talking shit about each other, which is not good. Neither one of y'all don't need to do that shit. But she isn't doing anything. You said you got a a good relationship with your children. So if both of y'all have a good relationship with the kids, why are you going to try to... What goal would you have? Like, what would you want the end result to be of you even playing the recording for the kids for them to say, oh, we hate mama. We want to go live with dad. At what cost to them? Like, why would you, why would this even be something that you would be thinking about doing or something that you need to ask somebody if you need to do it or not? Like, you know, you don't fucking need to do this shit. Now, if you want to show the lawyers and and it's, even with that, I would say, yeah, you know, you knew that you were going to be recording this. So, of course, you're not going to talk crazy on a fucking recording that you know is going on. <laughs> like, so that ain't even, to me, that's not even really good proof that you ain't out here wilding out. It just means that because you knew the recording was on and you knew that you wanted to use this for leverage, of course you're going to play nice. Of course you're going to say, yes, dear. Yes, dear. why are you talking to me like that? Well, I'm just trying. Of course you're going to do that shit because you know you're being recorded. She don't. So she being who she normally is, you might be being different on the tape. Like, it's just not a good... Don't do that, sir. Them kids is probably already dealing with enough because it sounds like the two adults in this situation ain't handling this shit right. So it's probably bad enough for them as it is. Don't fuck it up even more by doing this. God damn. 
some of you parents, man, and I get it, you know, I I have not had a divorce, but I've I've had breakups, and that shit hurt. And I can't imagine having a, I ain't never had a breakup where I still had an attachment to that person because we got a life that we gotta fucking continue to raise um amicably. So I can't imagine that part, but I get that it hurt. But it's like you just you gotta determine which what is more important. You feeling like you vindicated against your ex-wife or you making sure that your kids are okay. And if the answer is that you feel like you need to be vindicated, then you, sir, are the asshole that everybody thinks that you are. Don't do that shit. Fuck. Man. It's ridiculous, man. I, I just don't... I, don't I hate dealing people... with divorce shit. Like, they're... I hate that I shit. Asked my parent, I, asked the, uh, I asked the parents on my case, Lord, what is the job of a parent? And I say, the job of a parent is to give a child the, the tools that they need to survive without you. Yes. But... I believe that everybody already got the tools. They just locked in a shed and you got to figure out how to unlock it. And then a parent got to teach you how to use all of those tools one by one. Yeah. The problem is a lot of parents never learn how to use them damn tools they sell. <laughs> and so they they go they with their kid and they pick up the tool and they be like, what the fuck is this? I've never seen this shit. It got like handles on it and it's it looks like it's got a blade on it, but it's a different kind of shape. I don't. What do you use this for? Like, I mean, like if you went into a tool shed right now of some old nigga, you'd be like, "The fuck is that for?" <laughs> okay, I know a weed eater, lawnmower, <laughs> garden shears. What the fuck that thing do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's some tools that you can look at and inspect and be like, "I have no idea what the fuck you use yeah, it for." Because it's still, yeah. Yeah, because it's so many things that you don't know. So it's a lot of parents who don't have the tools to do that shit themselves, but they out here trying to teach these kids how to use them same tools. And now they in a situation where, all right, I never learned how to use the tool of emotional stability. And so in order to appease like this tug of war that we playing, I feel like I need to bring some balance to my side. So I want the kids to know that, I ain't crazy. Just in case they mama talk to them like they that like she talking to me about me. I want the kids to like, no, nah, that ain't no. uh, an emotional well person would say, I don't want to cause my kids any more struggle. I don't want to yep. make my kids have to choose between us yep. because the reality is I need to nurture a positive relationship with their mama, just like I want her to nurture a positive relationship with me. And she may not. But it, that's, you can't worry about what that's she do. Her. And that's the thing that people, like, I, another thing that I don't think people get is that, you, uh, yes, a kid, kid's vision or kid's perspective is quite limited because they're kids. And so, yeah, it do feel like, you know, it's so black and white with a child that they don't see the, the shades of gray because they don't, you know, they concrete. It, it takes a while. But that is not a reason for you to start showing your ass because the other parents showing their ass. Like at some point, chill, they gon' them kids are gonna realize, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Wait a minute. <laughs> what is going on here? Like they gonna get to that point. You cannot force them into that by your mama's a bitch. You see what your mama doing? Your mama won't even let you come over. Like all of that shit. Just don't put that on your kids. Like the kids don't have nothing to do with it. 
And That's it shit may you be, and ahead. it may be true. Might be. She might be a bitch. <laughs> but you've got to allow them to come to that understanding on their own. Themselves. Yep. If you try to assert that understanding on them and they don't see it the way you see it, yep. you're just going to look like you're causing a problem. You're the bad no guy. Reason. You the dad that talks bad about mom and this is probably why y'all got a divorce because you being mean to mom. Like, kids see shit very black and white because they just, they, they're not in a place yet where they're capable of, of seeing past that. And you just gonna have to wait that shit out and do what you're supposed to do on your side of things as a parent to that shit happen. If, your, if, if the other parent is truly a bitch or the, an ancient ass nigga, them kids are going to realize that at some point. But it has to be their realization. It can't be seeds that you're planting in their head. Because that shit is gonna backfire on you. And you ain't gonna like it. You're going to have kids that ain't even going to be speaking to your ass. It's no fun when the rabbit got the gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do one of these COVIDs. Um, let's see which one I want to do. Uh, let's do this one just because it was funny to me. This is a 25-year-old female with her 27-year-old boyfriend. My boyfriend keeps calling me a Karen is the title. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so the title says it all. Whenever we are arguing, he will say, you're being a real Karen, you know? I honestly can't believe I'm writing this post because I agree. It might sound like a troll post, but it's true, and it really bothers me. Yes, I am a white woman, but I am also young and a very and very liberal and generally ex- a very liberal and generally accepting person. I'm anti-racist. I say please and thank you to my servers and tip well. I don't yell at cashiers, but we were getting heated over COVID, and because I think we should all wear masks, he literally called me a Karen. What the heck? The thing that frustrates me the most is the generalized meme of Karens when it comes to wearing masks is that they don't wear masks. They purposely, they will purposely not wear one and be bitchy to employees about it. So really, what the heck? (laughs) First of all, the fact that you said what the heck is just so funny. Just, you're so white. But, um... boyfriend black? No, he white too. But you know... There are white people that use Karen in like in a derogatory way now too because they know you know, but he just sound like one of these crazy Trump supporters. Cause I ain't even gonna say Republican. He sound like a Trump supporter. Um, who he calling you Karen because he know that it's gonna get to you, but he don't even know what a fucking Karen really is because she's right. A Karen would be the the lady at the grocery store on the outside who arguing with the employee because they like, ma'am, you can't come in here without your mask. It's, you know, it's law now that you have to have your mask. I'm an American. I don't, yeah, you can't tell me that's my right as American says I can go wherever I want to go, we're wearing what I want to wear, and I don't want to wear a mask. And you can't make me. That's a Karen. Okay. You wanting to wear a mask and do what the fuck you supposed to do is not you being a Karen. He just knows Karen is used in a derogatory way, and so he's using that because you're a white woman to get to you. He's a dumbass. Again, the fact that he even talking about not wearing a mask. Y'all, I don't understand. Listen, I'm not going to date somebody that's, that I'm not going to die, or I'm not going to be on a ventilator. I'm not going to be deathly ill because you a dumbass. Like, if that's what you want to do, cool. You go play Russian roulette with your own goddamn life. You're not going to play with mine. 
So the fact that this is what the, your relationship has come to, one lets me know he probably been saying all kind of just bullshit. Like this ain't the first fucked up thing. I feel like COVID and the whole mass situation is just showing people who folks were the whole time that they just didn't notice it maybe. Because I guarantee you that ain't the first stupid ass shit he didn't say. Because I just feel like he's a Trump supporter. So like all the, the dumb shit Trump supporters say and do, I feel like he's probably done those things. You're just not noticing it because it's impacted you directly where he's calling you Karen now. But I guarantee you he's been saying dumb shit. This can't be the first in this relationship with him. Highly doubt it that it is. It's like he usually caring to just be when you just, I guess, disagree with him. I guess, but yeah. either way, he ain't he ain't using it right. No, but you know all of the every word that first off care, being called a Karen, it ain't it ain't nothing. Like I'm tired of people treating Karen like it's some kind of measure of oppression or some shit. <laughs> all right, you know, don't be a fucking Karen then, okay? That's the same shit that they be talking to black people about. I mean. But it's the same thing. I mean, the N-word, nigga. Like, some people be like, no, it just means ignorant. <sighs> what the hell? You going to erase all of the social, cultural <laughs> context of the word and go by the fucking dictionary's definition that a white person wrote. <laughs> That's what you're going to do? Yeah. That's what we're doing now? That's exactly what he did with Karen. He just, just the, It's just for somebody that, you know, is ignorant or doesn't know or follows what anybody says. He probably calls her all kind. Like he just, I don't even know how she been with him as long. If she grew up, if she grew up with enough old people that said a hit dog gonna holler, then she wouldn't be worrying about this. <laughs> she clearly ain't grew up with nobody who told her that shit. Because if you ain't a Karen, then it don't matter what motherfuckers say. If somebody come call me a coon for whatever reason, I ain't gonna be like, oh my god. Calling me a coon. Do you know what that is? I'm not one of those. I I fucking I support black things. I support Black Lives Matter. I'm I'm nice to white servers. I do everything I'm supposed to. I'm not like I ain't gonna give a fuck. I ain't a coon. Shut the fuck up and go talk to Terry Crews. Oh my god. Did you see the acronym he made up for that shit? Yes, man. Terry, please stop. Shutting the fuck up is free. I'm totally getting shirts made. I'm serious. Shutting the fuck up is free. Nobody asked you for that. Nobody asked. If you want people we, to stop saying coon, stop doing coon ass shit, nigga. We're going to talk about Terry Crews later. Jesus. But speaking of Terry Crews for the moment, there is a comedian named Joffrey. I think I told you about him and Afion Crockett doing a, uh, they did a. Uh, oh, I know him. Yeah. Impersonation. Mm-hmm. And he was Whoopi Goldberg and Afion Crockett. Crack with Maya Angelou. Yeah. You seen That's that? That's how you say his name. I'll be calling him Jeffrey. No, it's Joffrey. Okay. I've been saying uh, that. Just because that, I mean, that's what DJ Vlad say and him and DJ Vlad friends, so he always on there, but he's a funny ass dude, so I watched all the videos. He got other impersonations. He got a Steve Harvey impersonation, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then he got a Terry Crews impersonation that he oh, just Jesus. recently did. <laughs> That shit is funny, man. Y'all Google Joffrey impersonation. <laughs> and first off, Steve Harvey gonna come up. Then um he do Richard Pryor gonna come up. But the fact that he can do all these voices is okay. Bruh, he does Jason Statham. 
Oh, wow. Like, flawlessly. Oh, my God. That shit crazy, like, how your vocal cords work, but, man, that's that shit... hard, because he, one, you gotta do a white voice, and you gotta do an accent. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> and, and not only that, but he's smart as shit. Like, he, he know his fucking history. He know his black history. He know his world history. It's like, he wanted to know everything about history, and so he figured that shit out. Well, so, it's crazy. A... Now, this is, uh, I hate to be stereotyped. He's Nigerian. I was just finna say, yeah. he, he's African, and African parents usually be about that education shit. They don't be playing about that shit. Yeah, but so. I mean, it was one of situations. His parents got to be disappointed, at least at the start <laughs> of his career. It's like, Dad, Mom, thanks for all of the work you put into making me educated. I want to be a funny man. <laughs> now he gonna say I'm gonna be a comedian. They are gonna be like, you want to be a funny man? That's how they'll respond. <laughs> I know y'all weren't going to support my dream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it happened to work out. You know, when shit work out, then you can goddamn be like, hey, you know. Yeah, it's different then. Yeah, but y'all, yeah, anybody listening, go check that shit out. Um, <laughs> But I don't know. That whole situation is, is wild. Um, so this another COVID one because people just... <sighs> The title of this one is My Significant Other Isn't Taking COVID Seriously. Should I break up with him to break uh, to protect my mental health? My boyfriend has been going to bars periodically and also plans to attend a somewhat large party Tuesday. He's conservative and doesn't take this as seriously as me. I know not all conservatives have planted their, pla- have planted their heads in the sand about this, but judging from his social circles, whose Facebooks are filled with posts downplaying the virus, it's clear where their mindset sits. I'm not going to sit here and tell him what to do or police his life. I have no interest in that. However, I'm not going to continue to see him and potentially put my life at risk. I didn't mind our political differences when we first met. I can accept that other people think differently than me. However, it's an unprecedented time in which our values are translating directly into our actions. Is it silly to break up over this? I'm happy to continue to be his friend, but romantically, I cannot be kissing on someone who is roaming around high-risk events or areas. I'm an intern at the, in the medical field and believe in science and the recommendations of doctors, epidemiologists, and Im- immunologists. I also value the lives of others. I may or may not die if I get it, but what's worse is that I could pass it on to others who could die or have lifelong complications. Thoughts? Girl, look, <clears throat> again, this the, the pandemic is just showing people that, you know, <laughs> this shit ain't going to work. Uh, kudos for you for trying to date somebody that that's as conservative as he seems to be. Because I wouldn't have been able to do this. Like we wouldn't have made it to COVID for this to have ended. Because <laughs> I feel like he he been saying ignorant ass shit about different things before this. Um, this is just something that could directly impact you, and you could get sick on it. But again, I feel like this is another one, another case of this nigga was already like this, and you just you didn't you didn't see it. Or you you didn't think it was a big deal under the guise of, I want, you know, he's free to have his opinion. And I believe people are free to have their opinion. But there, there are some opinions that you can have that's going to make me be like, I'm not fucking with you. You're free to have that opinion over there. <laughs> over there. Not over here. Not in my house. Not in my car. Not in my life. <laughs> have those opinions. Just not over here. Look. 
you need to get one of the uh, patients, a COVID patient, to cough in a little jar, throw it on real tight, <laughs> and you need to bring that shit home and put it on his toothbrush. That's what you need to do because this is a hard conversation to have, man. Because real, I, I mean. It's like I want I want to be like man everybody who owned that bullshit need to get COVID, <laughs> but you know what a lot of people are asymptomatic. So even if you get COVID, it might not do nothing, and you might still be like, oh that was just a cold. COVID is nothing. And, and so it to other people that's gonna die from the shit. Exactly. So I don't think I mean I, I I'm I'm accepting that people ain't gonna look at COVID like this, and it's gonna extend it for us. And when we could squash it, it's just gonna become another flu type situation. I think that the next time our government step out and say, hey, we got this airborne thing going on, and when you when you step out in the air without a mask on, you fucking go blind, them niggas gonna believe that shit then. <laughs> They're gonna be blind. Like, if you walk outside and your legs just catch on fire, if you ain't protecting your legs, and they be like, mm, the government ain't finna tell me to wear pants. I'm gonna fucking wear shorts. And you gonna walk outside and your legs gonna catch on fire. I bet when them third degree burns hit your ass, you're gonna be like, oh shit. Like the shit got to become real to people for some somehow. It gotta become real to some somebody. You know what I'm saying? It's got to become real. And if it ain't if it don't become real, then they can continue to to think this way. I mean, it's been people that's getting gotten getting really close to Trump that's had COVID lately. Yeah. Texas Republican was supposed to be getting on Air Force One. They tested him and said, bro, take your bitch ass back to Texas. <laughs> Out here talking about no mask and you ain't even being safe. So you about to bring that shit on the plane with the president? We ought to dump your ass off in a ditch. <laughs> Motherfucker. Herman Cain just died of that shit. Man, look. This week. Yeah, Herman Cain died. And it's crazy that all the high profile people getting COVID are Republicans. Ain't one goddamn Democrat yet. <laughs> not a Democrat, like, as far as leadership goes. Not a motherfucking Democrat yet. You keep hearing about people on Pence's team that got it. You keep hearing about people from the rally that got it that was helping. Or re- Republicans, but you ain't hearing no Democrats that got that shit. It's because, I mean, you might not think Democrats are sensible in some shit, but when it comes to this pandemic, Democrats are fucking sensible. They are mask on. They considered enough to wear their mask and to listen to science and wash your hands appropriately and sanitize them and all of this shit that they doing. It's the same people who set, who tell black people all the time, well, if you would just do what the police say, if you would just, you know, listen to whatever their orders are, well, if you, if you would just not resist, these are the same people saying that and you sitting here Showing your ass about wearing a goddamn mask. Are you crazy? Just wear the mask. It's not, it doesn't hurt you. It, it doesn't even really inconvenience you all that fucking much to just put that shit on your face when you around other fucking people. Nobody's telling you that you have to sit up in your house and wear that goddamn mask. When you out and you're exposing other people, you need to wear your fucking mask. But y'all act like it's just like somebody came and told y'all that they just going to direct your whole entire life for the rest of your life. Just wear the fucking mask. It ain't that deep. Just wear the mask. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't act, get it. 
They acting like they are part of a society that put them through 400 years worth of oppression and now the government that put them under that same oppression is telling them that they got to do something they don't want to do. It's, it's real funny. It's real funny. <laughs> I mean, I wish there was a group that looked like that, that experienced that and just do it. Like, we just do it. We I mean, do it. listen, there's a whole group of black people who ain't wearing no mask, okay? You can go online and YouTube and look up fucking block parties and all kind of like house parties. You know, but you know what? Those are also the same people that's fucking raw on the first night. <laughs> they were already steeped in a life full of making bad decisions. Why the fuck would they put on a mask if they hidden, if they clapping cheeks raw? <laughs> they is taking, they playing Russian roulette with their dick and they finna crap out. <laughs> that's Eddie Murphy. That's... They was already steeped in bullshit ass decision making. So we not gauging black people's desire and levels of wearing masks based off of them. Because when I go into the fucking store that before everybody was mandatory, like in Walmart, everybody black had on a fucking mask. And yep. a whole bunch of white people did not have on a fucking mask. I'm talking about thug ass niggas. Mask. Mask. Bro, I, I saw this nigga that had on a mask and he was pulling it down to vape in Walmart. I'm like, this nigga think no rules. <laughs> He think all the rules went away. This nigga think this shit the book of Eli. Mother, what you vaping in here for? Take this shit outside somewhere. Like, you really need to smoke that. You need to get a pull that bad to vape in the middle of Walmart and to and pull your mask down to do it. You've been touching shit in Walmart, and now you think, like, but that's, you know, it goes back to that. Like, Herman Cain was at the goddamn, um, that Tulsa rally. Yep, he was. And then he got COVID and he died. I just hate, I just hate, 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 hate that the first high-profile Republican that done died of COVID in leadership, not in leadership directly, but, you know, close to it, was the black person. <laughs> I mean, why, man? Why can we lose, like, Roger Stone, man? Get him out, the fuck out of here, man. You know who that is, right? No. Roger Stone is the guy who went to jail for Trump, and then Trump just pardoned him like oh, a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. He was on a um, interview. He was on a radio show recently, and the dude was asking him some hard questions, and he said, "I don't want to talk to this Negro anymore." Hold on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He said that shit. That's it recorded. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh my god. This black guy. Okay. This is Trump partner, man. Untouchables. But. You know, wear your fucking mask. No, this is not petty. Break up with his fucking ass. Yep. Break up with his bitch ass. Um. After you get your jar of of COVID cough, and you <laughs> wiggle his toothbrush in it a little bit, you know, hopefully, hopefully he don't go on a ventilator. But hopefully he also ain't asymptomatic. Hopefully he lose his taste and shit. He have trouble breathing at night and sleeping. Like, like that's all I that's all I advocate for. I won't advocate for him to die or to even be on a ventilator because you know what? Somebody who fucking deserved that ventilator. The ventilator, needed, yeah, don't waste. The you know, ventilator. he don't deserve the ventilator. He, he deserved to hurt for a little while. <laughs> he don't deserve to die. I won't say that. Deserve is a very funny word. It means absolutely nothing. Did you know that? Deserve. The word deserve means nothing. What do you mean it means nothing? It's utterly subjective. Oh, it ain't yeah. no objective way to measure deserve. No. You know, it, it's none at all. <laughs> deserve is like a theoretical word. 
like the word deserve is a theory. <laughs> Theoretically, if you achieve this thing, something should come to you, but how it should come to you and what it is and the measure of that, no idea. Don't have an algorithm for it. So I ain't gonna say he should die, you know, but <laughs> he should fucking suffer. Everybody should suffer who don't believe this shit is real. And if you listening and you don't believe this shit is real, then I'm not sorry. You should fucking suffer. <laughs> but science is real. Okay? Now, you can have opinions and be critical about how much the news may be over magnifying this or how politics is using this for their specific shit. You can do that. But the reality is COVID is real. COVID is real. The flu is real too. It is. You know? Um, they are two different fucking things. So don't come with me talking about some, well, the flu ain't killing nobody. <laughs> the flu first ain't killing all, nobody. When the flu first ca- got here, it was killing niggas. It was. It was. It killed a bunch of motherfuckers. It killed a bunch of motherfuckers. And when then shit they, come out new, it killed motherfuckers. That's, that's what happens. And that is what is the catalyst for finding a, a cure or a way to treat that shit. Is because so many people die. That's just what it is. That's how diseases work. <laughs> that's how it works. Like, I ain't going to take no vaccine if it come out. Okay, well, I guess you're going to be killing people in your life <laughs> for the next generation. <laughs> Which may not be a bad thing. Maybe it needs to stop your lineage. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe they need to get the fuck on. That's all that I'm going to do for Reddit letters so that we can, because we ain't been doing stories. <laughs> we have not been doing stories. We've been getting so damn steeped in this shit, because it'd be entertaining as fuck, man. man like people's lives are, people be going through shit. <laughs> hey, y'all help us figure out the news to a Reddit ratio. Like, yeah. you want 70-30, you want half and half. Help us with what's more entertaining, because it ain't like it's new shit in news. I mean, this is just our opinion on the news. But yeah, it really yeah. is. Uh, but if you have a Reddit post, if you have a question, whatever, send it to us via Gmail, conversationconartists at gmail.com, or you can send it um, to us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists. Send us the link uh, to the the foolishness. Because look, I found a uh, I found a Reddit post about ancient parents. And it's it's basically kids posting their parents who are like Trump supporters and the dumb shit they say. Fucking hilarious. It's hilarious. It's an hilarious okay. Reddit. First viral post. Right. You are presenting at a graduate conference in the humanities. Okay. What is the vague title of your paper? All right. Your first initial is J. It is. Your last initial is F. Yes. Your birth month is December. Yes. Redefining aesthetics through a critical lens. (laughs) That is vague as fuck. Very vague. Mine is activating the self in new media. (laughs) Very vague. I don't know. I saw this in this one. It's vague as fuck. It say add a prefix to your title. Your prefix is the last text message you sent followed by a colon. Oh, I got emojis. My last text message was an emoji. <laughs> Wasn't like words. Okay. Mine is what you up to. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, prefixes don't work. 
in this situation. Next viral post. Um, you wouldn't need to put your mother first if she had her own damn husband. Damn. So is this, you know, this debate come up every goddamn year at some point. You know, who do you put first? The wife, your mama, or your kids type situation. Well, I mean, this one is your wife and your mama. The other one is your wife and your kids. They always come up with who do you feed first, your wife or your children? Or your husband or your children? Your husband. It's usually a husband and your children because wives are supposed to fix their husband plate, apparently. But do you fix the husband plate before the kid plate or the kid plate before the husband plate? Um, who needed... <laughs> Let me calm down. I'm fixing the children's plate first. So Are you fi- even fixing your husband's plate? I would fix his. I would fix him a plate, but I'm gonna feed our fucking children first. Especially if they're young children. Why? The, what the fuck? I look like bringing you a plate. The kids still in there. Mama, we hungry. Like, no, I'm finna sit their little asses down, get them together, and then I fix you a plate. Okay. Like, I've never understood that. But speaking of mothers, so Shogun sent me a video. I don't know if he put it in the group or not, but it is a video of a wedding. <laughs> this couple is like saying their vows and the wife says something about like, oh, I'm going to love you through your flaws. His mama go off. My son doesn't have any flaws. How dare you get up there and say that he's flawed? He's flawed. <laughs> like I'm talking about showing her whole ass. <laughs> whole ass during the, and, the the poor groom is just like he don't know <laughs> he like my mama out here being crazy but she my mama and my wife over here mad like obviously this has been some shit that's been and everybody at the wedding is like Julie just sit down <laughs> no I'm not gonna sit down I'm not gonna sit here while she and I, that dress you're wearing I paid for that dress you're not gonna sit up there in a dress I paid for and say my son has flaws your fucking son has flaws ma'am and you flawed as fuck, obviously. You gonna sit your ass down somewhere? I hope I don't have no mother-in-law like that, because I ain't got time. Man, I can't. I, I won't be able to do it either. Her ass gonna be ejected. Get the hell the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, I can hear the pillow talk now. You need to get your folks. <laughs> because I've been trying to be nice <laughs> out of respect for you. <laughs> but that shit is about to come to an end. About to expire. Yeah, that shit's about the expiration date is coming up. <laughs> and I don't got time to be subduing my true feelings about this situation. Um, you need to get your folks. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to get your folks. They they overstepping some boundaries that they ain't got no business stepping over. You know, I but... I've seen you that video. It's quite like... I've seen it. Oh, you did? Lose yeah. my mind. Like, bitch, if you don't sit down... Sit your ass down, Julie. Bruh. Or I come whoop your ass and then still marry your son. That's how you get your brake lines cut. <laughs> That's how you get your house set on fire. <laughs> it don't burn all the way down, but the kitchen fucked up now. <laughs> That's how that shit happened. Oh, my God. That's how that shit happened. But... I, I don't know what I would do in that situation. Like, I, I, I'd be like, bruh, man, I, I, a part of me want to be real petty. A part of me want to be like, okay, fuck this wedding. Well, this ain't the day we finna remember. 
<laughs> Waiting off. We're going to get married later. Your ass ain't invited. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> or if if if, uh, if the father-in-law got up there and was like, I paid for that tux. I pay, I'll take that shit off and throw it at his ass and we get married in my drawers. <laughs> Motherfucking, I'll have on some silk drawers that day. I'll have on some nice ass drawers. We ain't doing Fruit of the Loom on my wedding day. We have all the shit I got on going to be motherfucking top tier. When I have my wedding, I'm going to have Coach. Goddamn. I, if Coach sell drawers, I'm going to, in big, big size, I'm going to have some of them motherfuckers. Fancy ass socks. I'm going to have everything. If I ain't never spent money on some real nigga clothes before, it's going to be on my wedding day. You know what? I'm going to strip down to my boxes and tell the Reverend to continue and get that nigga out of here, y'all. Coming in here ruining my goddamn woman's day. Give a fuck if this your daughter. If you had an iota of respect for it, then you want to be up here wilding out on her fucking wedding day. I just don't understand, like, but my personality don't fit somebody who would be stuck in between the two, like, oh, my wife versus my mama. No. <laughs> my mama in this moment is being a fucking uber dick. Yes. He, and, he did end up saying, he he said something to the effect of, well, you're very flawed because you don't even know how to behave like an adult. He did a very white man response to it. So man. he did say something. <laughs> I I would not tolerate that shit. And my mama know I wouldn't either. Like, my mama know she done heard me be aggressive towards her because of something that I needed to be aggressive towards her about. Not in no, like, well, I say assertive but more than yeah. aggressive. I don't yeah. want to sound like I've been. But I was really mama. assertive. My mama know that I have the capacity to be assertive when something is going on that I don't agree with yeah. or that I don't like or that I think is impacting everybody's enjoyment. So, um, I, when I work with kids, I have a problem with that rhetoric and that dialogue. I have a problem with that, you know, but that's your daddy. What the uh, fuck that mean? <laughs> that don't mean shit, but that's your daddy. You exactly. Know? And, and, and he's showing the... his ass. That does not give you free reign to just do what the fuck you want to do. Becoming a parent does not mean that you do not, you don't have to be checked about shit. It just doesn't. I'm sorry. You do not get a free pass to just fuck over your kids or do fuck shit. And then nobody say nothing because you a parent. I, no. Fuck out of here. This nigga do See? not get no kudos because he shot the club up. <laughs> and you don't get none because you let him. Being a father or a mother comes with criteria. It does. And if you don't meet that fucking criteria, don't tell me or don't tell no kid I work with, but that's your daddy. No. Because a lot of these daddies ain't shit. Yep. And a lot of these mamas ain't shit. Oh, and, and ain't I shit mamas are the worst. But, that, but that's your mama, though. Well, so I'm supposed to accept this abuse? But that's I'm her mama? child. That's, and, and why don't nobody ever say, but that's your daughter, though. That's your son, though. Like, don't nobody ever do that. You as a child are just supposed to eat all of this. That's just, you just supposed because to eat. Because they have a, they don't have a family relationship mentality with kids. They have a property mentality with kids. Yeah. So think of it like a slave and a master relationship. You know, imagine the other slaves being like, hey, I'm finna start learning how to read. Boy, master said don't read. <laughs> but that's your master. I'm gonna read anyway. <laughs> but that's your master. <laughs> but that's your master. You're supposed to listen to your master. <laughs> he put, he put, put clothes on us. 
he, he feed us. They gave us this nice little shed to sleep in. It's 12 of us. But it's nice nonetheless. That, that's your master. I cannot. That's what I hear when I hear that shit. That's the mentality people got. They got this mentality that parents own their kids. And that they're supposed to assert their dominance onto their kids through force and through corporal punishment. And so when they say, but that's your mama, though, that means that the mere fact that this person birthed me supersedes any of the behaviors that they could participate in that I'm supposed to react to? Yep. Man, fuck that and fuck you. I can't because stand I that shit. It makes me so mad when I hear people say, but that's your daddy, though. Doing me, I didn't have to be here. <laughs> you need to tell that nigga and you as well, mama. Yep. Oh my god. Y'all owe me. I could do a whole goddamn show on just this topic alone. We and you know man. I could because I have this in space. And one of my specific things is step step parents. I feel like if you are a parent that has told your child, listen, he your daddy now, or this is a new man in my life now. Or you're going to have to accept him as your stepdaddy now. Or he's going to be here so you got to get used to it now. And he end up being a fuckboy and you divorce him, you owe your child. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You need to take that motherfucker out to eat every day of the year if you can afford it. You owe him. Listen, baby, I know I told you you need to listen to this fuckboy. And while I could divorce the fuckboy when I got tired of listening to him, and you couldn't, you just had to deal with the bullshit, I, I'm sorry. I feel like you owe your kids. Yeah. If you choose to leave somebody you was forcing your kids to accept, you need to give your kid some shit. You need to yeah. give your kid a lump sum like goddamn like a lawsuit. <laughs> like if you or any of your loved ones have been impacted by the man that I chose in my life, you deserve <laughs> compensation. <laughs> like that's the shit that need to happen to me when it comes to a motherfucker whose step parent has been a part of their life like that. Call on point 800-600-6014. Yeah, call me. Look, if you, listen, I'm still the king of petty now. If you're trying to get back at a stepdaddy, <laughs> I mean, my stepdaddy died before I could even do anything. So, you know, the universe got me. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about the dude that was whooping up on my mama. Yeah. The dude who was whooping up on my brother. Um, The dude that just he was just a dick. He was a pastor and he started back smoking fucking doing drugs. I don't know, I don't want to say smoking crack, but doing drugs <laughs> while he was with my mama. My mama told the pastor and we went to church and I guess mama thought that the pastor was going to be like you can't come up here, man. You you doing drugs again. You know, until you That's get that shit on the wraps, you can't you can't be up here serving That's the Lord with us. You making us look it ain't not how Christianity works. <laughs> as soon as he walked out with the rest of them, she picked us up and she grabbed our hands and we got the fuck out of that church. <laughs> I'm like, man, I was like, that had to be embarrassing for my mama. Like, I'm looking back yeah. at moments that happened in my life and I'm like, that shit had to be fucking embarrassing for her. Oh my God, that nigga crazy. Yeah, I didn't have some of those, but it wasn't a stepdad. <laughs> Anyway, once you get married, your mother is no longer first. It should be your wife. Otherwise, you shouldn't choose. You shouldn't choose to yeah. get married. If you want your mama to be the number one lady in your life, then be vibe, be solo. Then live with her. I mean, but you don't want to do that. 
because you don't have the option to clap cheeks then. Oh my god. Listen, I'm just I'm just thinking if I'm looking at it from a man's perspective, okay? What's the next viral post? I'm just saying. <laughs> um you know Beyonce's Black is King came yes. out yesterday, I think, right? Yeah, I Did watched you watch it. it? I watched it's it at work. It it's too- cool. It's cool for what it is. It ain't like a lemonade. It's not a lemonade. I'm not gonna watch it again. To be honest with you, like it was cool for what it is. Like I, I appreciate what she was d- trying to do. It was cool for what it was, but it isn't a repeat watch for me. I don't know if I want to see it or not. Cause with lemonade, I just like the songs, and it was they were complimented by visuals, and that was great. Yeah, this isn't. It is like it's, so. You're not gonna watch it again. Is this? Is this an album? That I you would listen to over and over. There are so it did make me because I didn't listen to the album, the Lion King sound, the soundtrack. I didn't listen to that when or whatever that was. She did. She I didn't listen to it when it came out. Watching it did make me go and put add three songs from that album to like my frequently played playlist. So it did do that. Um, I, it you know it was trying to follow the story of the Lion King using people. And like an actual, you know, it was cool for what it was. I'll just say that. But it isn't a repeat watch. I watched Lemonade a couple of times, but like, I ain't gonna watch that again, probably. So this viral post says, Terry Crews is probably somewhere saying, White is also king. (laughs) That's sad, because it's probably true. Oh, he's so lost. Poor thing. It's bad. It's he bad. needs to just shut the fuck, man. Just shut up. He does. <laughs> Stop talking. He does. Um, black lingo white people will never know. Okay. Freak the black before you light it. Yeah. You know what that Rolling is? Rolling the blunt, yeah. I don't think that's what that is. Freaking the black? Don't yeah. you wrap it up in the... No, animal? you don't do that with blacks. You do that with cigars. You don't use blacks to, to roll weed up. The you hell use freaking up? What are you doing? Freaking the black is when you take that little piece of paper out of it that they think makes it cause cancer. It's a little <laughs> it's a little filter in a black and mild that they, take they the believe filter if out. you take it out that it is... They think that filter cause cancer or something. Okay. When they probably, in essence... Adding to the cancer. It speed. probably was helping you to get less cancer by smoking with it in there. But I'm right. If I'm mistaken, whoever knows something about freaking the black, let me know. I ain't never smoked a black and mild. Never will. Unless somebody put a gun in my head and say, smoke this black and mild for your life. And <laughs> it's some things that they can say that I'll be like, kill me. <laughs> but I will smoke a black to live if that if I know that they're gonna let me live. You know, hopefully they won't make me smoke a black and say, yo, dumbass did it anyway, and then put a bullet in my head. Yeah. Hopefully they be a word, a, a man of their word, even though they not a man of very much character because they already putting a gun in my head and making me do mundane, stupid shit anyway. But, you know, that's the only time I'll smoke a black. But it's some, it's some shit that somebody can say where I'd be like, she kill me. Like, if somebody be like, suck my dick and you'll live. I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> But and it, and it ain't got nothing to do with it being a dick. If a woman was like, "Eat this cat," <laughs> and I'm like, "Kill me!" No, I'm not finna get herpes to live. I'm not doing that. I wouldn't do it. I'm dying, dying what in that moment. <laughs> Bust that corner. 
bust that corner. Yeah. Bust that corner. It doesn't mean turn left or right. Like whichever one. Okay. Yeah. They point at. He finna be a lick. He keep playing. Oh, he finna get robbed. Yeah, he definitely finna get robbed. <laughs> Up the Glock. I don't know what the fuck that means. That means get your weapon ready. Prepare okay. it. Prepare okay. your weapon. <laughs> <laughs> These hoes be tweaking. Tweaking? I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Tweaking is usually a drug reference. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't know what that is. And then I'm trying to build my phone up. Trying to get uh, bitches? Yeah. Yeah. Next post. Oh, let me see. Men twerk when they do missionary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're getting a kick out of that one, huh? Oh, because I just got a visual. It's true. <laughs> when it's missionary, it's not twerking. <laughs> just because your butt cheeks is <laughs> clapping back and forth, that ain't twerking. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. That's like saying jumping jacks is twerking. That's not. <laughs> that's not the uh, mission. Okay, <laughs> the mission is not to twerk. So if twerking related activities happen during another activity, it's not twerking. Just leave it alone. So this is one of the women that was sitting in that picture with Herman Cain, Angela Stanton King. All the celebrities and Democrats catch COVID and magically heal. But Herman Cain is dead. I swear I hate it here. I was right there with him. We were perfectly fine. This is war. What? I really hope the war is with COVID-19 and she's going to start wearing a mask. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to think that that's what she meant. But knowing her, I don't think so. Yeah, she's, she's probably somebody who should have been in the special ed. Well, she might be the next one to catch COVID. Next post, Zoomer got TikTok, Millennials got MySpace, Gen X got AOL, Boomers got to buy a house and go to college while supporting themselves with a minimum wage job. Yeah, they came out on top. Sad, ain't it? <laughs> that it's just made me that guy, my whole little just dropped. <laughs> Damn. It's sad as shit, man. We got, some, we got bamboozled. Big time. Uh, you know, Trump trying to get rid of TikTok. Uh, I got that. We're going to talk about that. Okay. Next post. Man, so this is like a story more than anything, and this is a good-ass story. This shit is crazy. Okay. You're a regular office worker born with the ability to see how dangerous a person is with a number scale of 1 to 10 above their heads. A toddler would be a 1 while a skilled soldier with a firearm may score a seven. Today, you notice the reserved new guy at the office measures a 10. Oh, shit, no. No. You decide it's best to find out what you can about this person. Cautiously, you approach his desk. He's a handsome man, tall, but with a disarming smile. How could such a friendly guy with such acute, dorky glasses be dangerous? You extend your hand. I notice you're new here. What's your name? He shakes your hand warmly. His gaze is piercing as if he's looking right through you. The name's Clark, he says. So how long have you worked for the Daily Planet? So the story continues. It's been a few weeks and one of Clark's friends shows up. 
she's pretty and all, enough muscle that she must work out. First thought would be that she should be maybe a six. Clark's introducing her around. This is my good friend Diana. She's in from she's in from out of town. You blink and take a step back in fear you've never seen an 11 before. The day Bruce Wayne shows up for his long-promised interview with Lois Lane, you can't help it. The mug you're hiding from your finger and send a shock of hot coffee and ceramic shards across the floor. Clark stops a few feet away and squints, and you worry from behind those ridiculous glasses you're 99% sure he doesn't actually need and ask tentatively everything all right. You ignore him in favor of staring at the inky dark numerals hovering over the beaming fool just some fantastic yacht story for a gaggle of secretaries and minor colonists. That's it. Your gift has officially gone haywire. There is no other explanation because there is absolutely no way that Bruce Wayne is a 10. At this point, you've seen it all. Mild-mannered reporters and billionaires at a 10 and a model-like woman at 11. You were really starting to doubt your power. The day you really stopped believing in it when, was when Bruce Wayne came for another visit and this time with a kid. The kid couldn't be more than 10 years old, a bit on the short side. He was an eight. The day you started believing in it again was when you saw on TV the formation of something called the Justice League. There were those same numbers over Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and Robin. That's when you put two and two together. You wonder how nobody at the Daily Planet noticed that Clark was Superman with glasses. You wonder why you didn't notice. You wonder why nobody put two and two together that Diana, Prince, and Wonder Woman looked the exact same. You look in the mirror as the realization hits you and you see your own number change from a three to a nine. That's the story. Why does your number change from a three to a nine? Because your power is putting all of those things together and recognizing that you know who the all, the personalities of those people are. Oh, okay. So you were able to identify it. Uh -huh. I don't know. But they be telling these kind of stories all along, read it under writing prompts. And mm -hmm. it's some really good shit on the writing prompt. Like, it's some motherfuckers that be writing some some stories in writing prompts that are actually pretty good. And yeah. this wasn't even one person. This was multiple people adding to the same story. Oh, well, that makes it cooler. Yeah, so it's, it's really interesting how people get on there and just do that. But, you know, I'm a superhero fan, so that shit was cool to me. You got on a Guardian shirt right now. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 wasn't the best one, but it was good. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'll say these before I read them. I want to get an oceanfront hotel room and get nastier than Cucumber Gatorade. <laughs> Have you tasted Cucumber Gatorade? That's a fucking real thing? Yes, it is. Why? Who? 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 What marketing person said, you know what? Fucking amazing. Cucumbers and Gatorade. That sounds disgusting. It is oh. fucking disgusting. It is not good. I mean, if you post a thread on Facebook that says cucumber Gatorade is trash, you're gonna get three people that say they like it and twelve that say they don't. But I, it's it's not good. I mean, you gotta idea. like cucumber. Doesn't even sound good. <laughs> it, it is nasty. Is it sweet? Ga Gatorades are sweet. They have. I mean, they're not like sugary a lot, but it's sweet cucumber. All I can tell you is it tastes like a cucumber. <sighs> That's all I can tell you. I, it tastes like a cucumber. It's like cucumber and some other seasoning or something in it. It's some, cucumber something. And, and it tastes exactly like that shit. And I'm like, this ain't good. No. This ain't good at all. Um, let me see. Next one. What grade were you in when you had your first black male teacher? 
first black male teacher, I was in seventh grade math, and he was a pervert. Damn. Oscar Daniels. He also was a happened to be the girls' basketball coach, and that's probably why he wanted to be the girls' basketball he coach. Nasty He's son a of a bitch. Yeah. You can't that even look a, at the first black man as a positive experience. Well, now, so... So I went to my school was K through twelve. So I went to the same school the whole time I was in high school. So like when I was in elementary, because we all went to school together, there were teachers that were there that retired before I got up to be able to be in their class, right? So there was other there were other black male teachers that just retired before I got up to their grade. You know what I'm saying? So there were other ones before him, but he's the first one that I was actually in his class, and he was a pervert. It's terrible. Okay, well, kill that question. I don't even want to talk about it no more now. <laughs> <laughs> How to cuddle? Dick on butt, hand on titty, other hand feeding her grilled cheese. Why grilled cheese? I don't know this white people shit, clearly. Fucking weird. <laughs> you know, white people be having, be eating grilled cheese sandwiches and macaroni and cheese for dinner for their whole childhood. Fucking weird. This is a safe space, and I'm going to read some of the comments of what people said. This is a safe space. What's the most gluttonous thing you have ever done? I used to buy a, two Whoppers at a time and buy two large fries, one for the ride home, and down a large vanilla shake. I ate a large meat lover pizza from Pizza Hut by myself in one afternoon. Damn. So, I'm going to say mine, and I'm going to read some of the comments. My, anytime I go to a fast food restaurant, I always purchase, just in case, the original thing I got was not good. So I get, if I get a number three and the burger patties are dry or it seemed like they were old, I also add like two McChicken sandwiches just in case. So that's not the most gluttonous thing I do. I don't really do much more than that. Um, oh, I do something else that's real, real fucking, that, that's heart attacky. Mm. <laughs> And I don't want to do it no more because it fuck up the quality. So, and I, I did it for the first time recently, and I realized how fucking disgusting it was. <laughs> All right. So, I love crab legs. I was okay. allergic to this shit for five years. Shit going away. I fuck with crab legs heavy now. So, I'm eating crab legs. And at a certain point, I because I'm hungry, I'll break them, eat them, break them, eat them, break them, eat them. Then at a certain point when I start getting full, I just start breaking them all and taking all the meat out. And I just... Break them, take all the meat out, throw all the crab legs away, and now I got this pile of meat there from mm -hmm. the crab legs instead of eating them one by one. And so now I got this drawn butter in front of me. So what I decided to do is I just put all of the meat into the butter. And the essence of drawn butter is that it's it's warm. It's, as long as it stays warm, it stays in a um, liquid state. But because I put all that meat in there, it all chilled, and it just became like, a big butter glob with meat, and I still ate it. And I was like, oh, my God, that was so damn. I'll never do that again because it also changed the flavor profile of the butter with the meat, and it was not good. It, it tasted kind of gritty somehow. I don't know how that happened, but, yeah, that was that was probably mine, I guess. That is, yes. Now, okay, uh, full-size, this one person said, full-size fried crawfish po' boy fully dressed, Add cheese and bacon, large fries from Popeye, supersized on a Palmer daiquiri with two extra shots, equivalent to a Route 44 drink from Sonic in terms of size, 
and a single serving of tres leche cake from Whole Foods. Damn. Next person. I used to deliver to a Krispy Kreme. They would give me a dozen donuts for free. I eat six of them in the parking lot before I went home. I'd be disgusted at myself every week. <laughs> <laughs> if they warm, it's hard not to do that. Krispy Kreme donuts that are warm? I used to do the two Whoppers fries and a milkshake after a football game. Nigga was hungry. Oh. I used to eat a whole Little Caesars $5 pizza every day for lunch as a teen. God, how big are you now? <laughs> no idea. Shit. I used to buy the two-pound bag of Skittles after school every other day and would literally eat them till my stomach got upset. Ugh. I ate at one restaurant and was full, but my taste buds weren't satisfied, so I swung, swung by another one right after. Damn. Ate a two-pound bag of Harbor Old Gummy Bears in one sitting. I hope it wasn't the um, sugar-free kind. I lived I lived around the corner from my grandmother when I was growing up. Back when I was a teenager with metabolism, I could cycle daily between the two houses eating dinners and leftovers after football practice. From when I was 15 to 17, I don't think they ever had to throw food away. A couple more. I was eating nuggets in lieu of or in conjunction with fries 15 years before it was a thing. Two cheeseburgers, six peas, large fries, large Sprite. My teenage early 20s metabolism was a blowtorch. I used to eat six junior bacon cheeseburgers and a biggie sweet tea from Wendy's. Couldn't tell me my couldn't tell my metabolism couldn't tell my metabolism shit twenty years ago. Oh, Man. I I don't eat a lot of food. I've never I don't eat a lot at once. Like I just don't. You don't. I get full easily. Gluttony don't necessarily mean a lot of food. It could mean just something that like that's unhealthy. Like my old roommate, white guy, just to clarify. Used to, his brother used to dip hot dogs in mayo. He just just regular hot dog, like hot dog, not the bun with the bread, just the hot dog in mayo and eat it. First time I saw that shit, I almost threw up, man. I don't fuck with mayo like that. Up right now. <laughs> and then one day we were all sitting at the table and they had some wings. And I mean, I wasn't sitting at the table; I was there. And he said, "Is anybody gonna drink the wing juice?" And they was like, no. And he took the basket and he poured all of the grease from the bottom of the basket and, and drink it. That's disgusting. Very much so. So it ain't about the quantity of food. Sometimes it's about the quality. I don't know that I eat anything that... I don't know. Next post... Why would you try to recruit me into the army, but you're missing a leg? That's terrible marketing. <laughs> this dude said, oh, my God, niggas pull up with an eye patch, no legs, and a mean-ass scar talking about I fought with honor. Say, nigga, it seemed like you lost. <laughs> That's rude, but Yeah, disrespectful, disrespectful, disrespectful. Um, next post, Jermaine Fuller. The singer of Peanut Butter Jelly Time died in 2002 after an 11-hour standoff with the Las Vegas police, even after his brother-in-law, Snoop Dogg, had sent a video urging him to surrender. This just came from facts. Yeah. I guess that guy was married to Snoop Dogg's wife. I mean, sister. His last name was Fuller? That's funny. <laughs> got some Jermaine's in your family. Everybody got Jermaine's in their family. Not me. You know Jermaine. Do I have a Jermaine while I'm saying that shit? I don't know. Probably about the side. Y'all hoes started them OnlyFans pages and thought y'all was gonna take off, and now y'all see how I feel to be a local rapper. 
Wow. Join my OnlyFans. Me standing in front of the shower and turning side to side so you can see my angles. We've got to send kids back to school so one day they can be doctors and scientists and everyone can ignore them. Too sure. Yeah. That's it for the viral polls. Um, let's see. What I, I did watch um, Black is King. Like I said, it's one of those things that you... It's cool for what it is. I appreciate... The only white, let me say this, the only white people in this thing were servants. <laughs> that was nice to see. Usually it's the opposite. Um, but it was it was cool for what it was. If you liked the album, if you were somebody that really liked that album, I mean, it's good visuals for it. But like I said, I you know, it's one of those things that I thought was cool to watch, but I will not rewatch it. Um, it just, it's just not something I'm gonna watch again, probably. It's cool, though. Um, Blue Ivy is in it a lot. The twins are in it, like, a little, but Blue Ivy's in it a lot. Um, Kelly Rowland, like, all of the people that you know fuck with, that Beyonce fuck with, all of them was in the, (laughs) in the, um, in it. And I didn't realize she had a a song on the album, or more like a, and it's not that long, I wouldn't even call it a song, but I love Je- uh, Jessie Reyes. I don't know if you listen to her. No, I don't. Um, I love Jessie Reyes. Uh, she has, like, this very gritty voice. She did a song on um one of Eminem's album, not the last one, the one before, the uh, Kamikaze. But, mm-hmm. anyway, she was on a song, and she was in in the movie, whatever, visual album, whatever. So that was cool. But, like, yeah, it ain't something I would watch again. Um, they just listen to the shit. Yeah. Um, did you see our the, the senator that we have that had to step? He's also a, a pastor. Did you, did you see he stepped down as pastor because the church asked him to? Mm-mm. You know why the church asked him to step down? What do you do? The invocation to the uh, Grand Wizard. Is it the Grand Wizard? What's the head of the Ku Klux Klan called? Yeah, the, gr- the gr- first Grand Wizard, the Ku Klux Klan head. He had a birthday and a birthday party. And this Republican senator for the state of Alabama not only went to the party, he did the invocation and posted on Facebook. Time out. There was some good eating, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, people are like, you're a senator who's hanging out with a Ku Klux Klan, like not just a member, like a lauded member. Like he was the first grand wizard and shit. Like, sir, he said he's not going to step down as representative, but he stepped down from the church because they, they met and said, you got to go. Not surprising. It's Alabama. It's, it's Alabama. Probably a third cousin or some shit. Probably. Um, and nobody would have even knew he was there. He ain't posted shit on Facebook. Like nobody would have knew, but like his fan, like nobody would have, he wouldn't have got called out. The reason why he got fucked up is because he got on Facebook and was like, yep, yeah, I you know, went to the Grand Wizard's birthday party. It was nice. Good eating. Had a good time. 
Then people found out and was like, bro, you a state representative? Like, you can't. It's not a good look. You know the kind of shit white people do. White people be like, that man ain't got a racist bone in his body. He just happens to disagree with black existence. (laughs) But he ain't racist. (laughs) We all bleed the same blood. We're all the same in God's eyes. And he just looked like one of them little frat boys that, that went to Alabama. The school, Alabama. He just looked like one of them little white frat boys that were running around talking about, get her done! Like, he just looked like one of them. Sorry, it's not surprising. But it's just like, nigga, you just really don't give a fuck. Like, you just don't care. <laughs> it's like, yeah, hang out with the Ku Klux Klan. And <laughs> what you gonna do about it? Those are my peeps. Bam. Um, okay. We ain't, we ain't, we missed last week. That's we Red's did. fault. Wait um, a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> How is it my fault? You could have done the show without me. You've done the show without me before. Listen, Red asked something very specific this week that she don't ask other weeks. Other weeks she say, can you get somebody else to do the show? <laughs> this time she said, can we skip a week? I don't know why. I don't know what the variable was. But when it came time to decide if I was going to do the show by myself, I was like, I guess we could skip a week since that's what Red wants to do. <laughs> First week we've ever skipped in five years. Blame me. That means Whatever. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't no big deal. Uh, unless it was a big deal to you. Then send your displeasure to Red and direct it specifically to her and let her know why you did not like it. Don't do that shit. Look, man, you can't you can't endow a group of people with, you know, uh, entertainment and then just take it away. For a week. Out of five years, one week. I Have you ever seen Lawnmower Man? No. Well, I know you've seen Lawnmower Dog. I did. <laughs> well, the same concept. You can't just you can't just snatch that machine off that dog head. Shit ain't gonna be right. You can't just do that to people. It, I mean, look, I we got a very small following, and it's fine because all me and Red do is just talk shit on on the video, right? Yeah. Audio, so yeah. it's fine. We don't have to have. But I know one of y'all motherfuckers was waiting for that Monday <laughs> boop, notification conversation con artists. <laughs> yeah, we are conversation con artists. Y'all was waiting for that shit, and you didn't get it. Let Red know why you didn't like it. What's your story? My story, we ain't been talking, we ain't been talking about Trump, man, and what Trump been having going on, man. I mean, I know, I know, don't get me wrong. I understand every bit of the sentiment in your sigh, okay? (laughs) I know, but Trump said some shit this week that was outlandish. And it's getting to the point where he is overtly being racist. Um, and one of those things is that he said that, hey, everybody who live in the suburbs, if you oh my God. Yeah. Uh, don't have you don't have to worry about them poor people coming into your town because I reversed the Obama Biden law back in the day. You're welcome. Um, fuck the coons. 
Um, it, it didn't say the last part, but he's just appealing to people with all out racism now. It was because so bad. I want to find what he's the word because the way it was worded so bad. Oh my god, keep going. I'm gonna find what he said exactly. I'm I'm trying to find my buddy's post that kind of break down what it is. But, 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 don't look like I can find that motherfucker. Didn't it? He didn't post. Okay. Uh, President Trump has just tweeted that he was getting rid of the Affirmatively Furthering Fair Housing Act. So, this starts off with the Fair Housing Act of 1968, where it was important for the uh, landlords and home sellers to not discriminate, right? Uh, and so that's what that legislation was about, right? So in previous uh, regulations, they could, they discriminated in, in such in that way. Now, at some point, the question was asked, can the city also discriminate? Like, okay, landlords and home sellers can't discriminate, but can um, the city discriminate? Because that the Fair Housing Act didn't address whether the city could discriminate or not. So the AFFH, it addressed that. It said, you as a city, you can't discriminate. You have to make these neighborhoods abide by the rules that a landlord and a homeowner got to meet as far as not discriminating. And it basically held the state responsible for when neighborhoods discriminate. And Trump was basically saying, I struck that down. So y'all don't have to worry about the state coming to your neighborhood and saying, you got to have brown people or you got to have affordable housing here. You can't price people out of this community. You can't not show people these houses. And Trump is pretty much reversing that. That's what that is. This is what he specifically said. People live in their suburban lifestyle dream, but no longer be bothered or financially hurt by having low income housing built in your neighborhood. Uh, your housing prices will go up based on the market and crime will go down because poor people steal and kill and murder. Bruh, Trump is saying anything right now to get whatever he's going to get. Like he literally, I feel like he's going to say everybody, everybody white, y'all going to get your own personal police officer because <laughs> these protesters are tripping because Joe Biden wants to defund the police. And Trump wants to give you your own personal to come to your house and follow you everywhere. MAGA 2020. <laughs> like, Trump is a bitch. You know? the TikTok shit. Like, he, in an interview, said that he was really thinking about banning TikTok because it's... What did he... Is it, did he say it was unfair? Yeah. It's, uh, like... This fucking TikTok, my dude. Like, you're a whole 70-something-year-old president in the middle of a goddamn pandemic where your citizens are dying and on ventilators and shit, and you talk about cutting off TikTok. Like, that's where your priority is, my dude? Like, Trump, like, come on, man. You know, all of it plays to his, uh, his agenda, and his agenda in this regard is that um nationalism america first shit because tiktok is uh i don't know if it's chinese owned or chinese backed or whatever it does but you know he's been having issues with 
with China and calling fucking coronavirus Kung Flu oh and thinking God. that they, you know, doing shit. But it's, it's, it's ridiculous that we got a president that's like this, man. I just, a part of me, like, we don't see movies with presidents like this. We don't see movies with niggas in the government like this. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, but Triple when X State of the Union. Scary. Triple X State of the Union. The, the Secretary of State. That man was finna kill everybody above him so he could be the president. Shit is scary when it's real life, though. It's entertaining yeah. in a movie. <laughs> it is. But it's like crazy that Trump, the only one living the movie. <laughs> yeah. We live in a nightmare, goddamn. Um. And water is wet news, or 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 news that is not surprising. Let me say that. So the man who filmed Ahmaud Arbery's um, shooting, which his name is William Bryan Jr., he's being investigated for child molestation. Who the fuck is surprised? First of all, not even let's not even talk about the fact that he sat and and. Not only did he record this shooting, he uh, he assisted in it by blocking his path and not letting him get by um, with his truck. But he looked like he just looked like he would have child porn on his computer. Just he just looks like that kind of a dude. So when I saw this shit, I was like, of course he is. Of course he was also molesting kids because why wouldn't he be? No surprise. No shock. I, there was no, oh my God, he did that too? It's like, oh, okay, he's doing that too. Alright. So, I mean, I guess going along with that, um, this week some documents were unsealed. Um, Shogun probably know a lot about this. He probably been combing down, combing down all this Epstein stuff. Um, but it was some documents released this week talking about uh, implicating some of the people in... Uh, and Jeffrey Epstein's scheme. And one of them is Alan Dershowitz. I mean, this man has been on Trump impeachment defense team. He's been on CNN. He's everywhere. And now he's, that's just one of the first names to drop in this documentation that came out. And it's crazy because with them having caught Epstein's, you know, woman handler, I guess, you know, you know, the joke side is that, you know, She's going to commit suicide soon. You yeah. Know? But I wonder how many more names going to come out. Like, I wonder if they really going to let this happen. Like, it, it, they won't be able to get away with her dying somehow. And, and people not being like, okay, she was definitely fucking murdered. Like, you can't do this two times in a row. Or do the system not care? That's the kind of shit that make you be like, scandal is real. Like, the motherfuckers <laughs> that, that scandal shit... You know, scandal would be like, you know, the motherfucking Secretary of State, hey, call. He'll make a call at a fucking uh, pay phone in midnight down on a neighborhood. He ain't got no business and be like, meet me here in this. And then get there and be like, yeah, I need you to take care of this person. And next thing you know, somebody's dead. And it's like, you he did this. So it make you be like, that shit is real, man. This, you know, seeing stuff like this. But um i was just gonna mention that i had had a chance to really look into them papers like i want to but i will i will kanye still out here being kanye and tweeting all kind of shit um this i guess this week was response to 
people's response to this, all the crazy tweets that he tweeted last week. But he tweeted this thing that said, or is it, I don't know if it's a tweet. Um, I cried at the thought of aborting my firstborn and everyone was so concerned about me. I'm concerned for the world that feels you shouldn't cry about this subject. Kanye, you, so Kim didn't come to you and say, I'm pregnant. I don't think I want to keep it. I'm just going to go ahead and abort this baby. You said that you wanted her to have an abortion. Like you were pushing for that. So, yes, you crying about now about something that you wanted to do then, my nigga, what? And people were not concerned about you simply because you were crying about this. You revealed this shit to the world during a fucking manic episode. Go take your fucking medicine. Just go take your pills. (laughs) God damn it. Just please. Go take your medicine. And don't not take it again. This is what happens when you don't take your meds. We go through this every year. Every year, you get off your meds and you be doing bullshit. Like, nigga, just fucking take your pills and shut the fuck up. Then you release an album. Then you release an album. Todd, it's too much. Stop. Stop. Just. And he really, like, I watched that video of him at his rally and that interaction he had with the uh, black girl that that went viral like y'all have told Kanye so much that he is a genius that he believes everything he says is profound this nigga really looked at a, a, a girl in the middle of a global pandemic with a, some shit that's airborne where you, that you can catch it in the air who had a mask on because she's protecting herself against the virus. And you really thought you dropped the mic when you said, and we can't even see who you are because you got your face covered. Nigga, and like you, that was a drop the mic moment for him. Like he walked off like he had really said some shit. And it's like, what the fuck do you, what are you even, what are you even talking about? Like y'all done told him so long that he's this creative genius that he really believes, like he believes Anything he says is profound. Anything he says is profound. Even if it's the stupidest shit ever, it's profound because he said it. And y'all feed into that shit. Stop calling this. He's a sick person. That's who Kanye is. Like, all of that, the, the creative shit that he used to be, that shit has been deaded, okay, by his bipolar disorder that is horribly managed. So, please, stop saying that. Stop it. I don't want to hear no more shit about Kanye being no goddamn genius. Like, stop. I ain't even going to give him no energy. <laughs> None. Now, this is a story is old, but because we didn't have a, 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 a episode last week, I just want to talk about this woman who went to up to her guy's truck <laughs> Or gasoline all over the motherfucking <laughs> took out one of them stick lighters, stuck her arm over in that bitch and she, flipped no. the switch. She stuck her whole top half of her body in the window. 
that's what she she went all you know how you somebody if you talking to somebody and you lean on their car and your top half of your body be propped up on the window that's what she did like she went all the way in there knowing she was finna light some goddamn gasoline on fire oh, why yeah. i thought i'm like why you lean in so far this is you know this is one of those special ed cases this is one of those <laughs> cases where she would have rightfully probably been in the special ed uh, because we know that fumes are the dangerous part of gasoline because sometimes you can't smell them they can linger all around you and as soon as a smart cabin whoo, like it's a reason that when you watch movies where motherfuckers finna burn you up that they either get a match and flick it over to the shit or they 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 pour gasoline line all the way out trail like that trail and let it go fuck it up or they get one of them lighters, which I don't know why you would do this. Why would you buy a $20 Zippo just to open it up and throw it into the oh, yeah. They get one of them, open it up, throw it, and then that mother boom. But you ain't never seen nobody in no goddamn movie <laughs> put their whole ass head in there with one of them like And, bruh, like the... So, this is how fire works, right? She got some burns <laughs> because it came fast. But the reality is the combustion that came from the fire, the, the force pushed her back, not the fire. Yeah. So while some fire probably touched her, her head got slung back from that combustion yeah. from that shit. Oh my God. These are things that if you understood science <laughs> and finished high school, you would know. So she either didn't understand science, she didn't finish high school, or she finished high school and her high school was trash because I did play spades in my science class in my last year. It's very possible that she had all the intentions of being educated but her school did not have the same agenda in mind uh but it was preposterous it, it just looked so crazy like what can a man do to you so bad that you got to go and fuck up his vehicle in that way like i'm okay slash slash three tires you know you have two apparently not four because if you slash four insurance will pay for it yes so slash three tires you could do that you could just, you know, take a little baseball bat to it. She literally did something that made so much noise that it was <laughs> like everybody in the neighborhood got her and came out and said, what was that? And saw her scurrying away. Like Now, the update to that story is that they did arrest her for that, but he, they, I guess the local news from wherever they are interviewed him, and when people saw what he looked like, there are women that are like, okay, I get it. <laughs> He's an attract. He is an attractive man. He, I ain't finna blow my goddamn self up over this nigga. He is attractive though. So like, now the joke is <laughs> that women understand like why she did what she did because of what he looked like. But when I saw that video before, so I didn't even know an explosion was gonna happen. I just kept seeing people talking about this video. But as soon as I saw her leaning all the way in. I already knew it was gonna be bad. Like she put her whole, the whole upper half of her body in the car to light it. You don't have to go all the way in there to do that. <laughs> Why you go in so far? Of course your ass got blown back out. And when she got blown back out, she was in such a, she just hopped up, grabbed everything and like ran off. <laughs> the uh, Charlemagne on the Breakfast Club be doing Donkey of the Day and he be talking shit and sometimes he say shit that is funny or that is just like observant and it's like he was like the real MVP and this is that Taurus that was behind you 
because he said that if <laughs> if that car went behind you, you'd still be floating back from that explosion. <laughs> but the reality is her head yeah. probably would have hit that pavement so hard, she would have been she fucked up. up. She yeah, she would have been real fucked up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what he did. I don't know the story behind it. Um, and I again, I ain't never destroyed nobody's property because I just one, I'm not finna do no shit that's gonna that's gonna come back on me. So like, I'm not finna do no shit that I could potentially get arrested for because at the end of the day, what the fuck is that gonna do to him? Like, if I go and fuck his car up and he called the police on me and I get arrested, okay, yeah, he gotta get his car fixed, but I'm in motherfucking jail <laughs> doing that. Like, fuck that. I will bake an apple pie though. Okay, I'll do some shit like that. I'm gonna do some petty, sneaky shit. It's not gonna be no directly um aggressive shit it's not it's not i'm 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 the bitch you need to be concerned about because i'm the bitch that'll be like oh okay like i'm not even gonna get i'm not gonna uh, we ain't gonna go back and forth i'm not gonna do none of that like all right i got you that's it you can buy some buy some skunk spray off the black market (laughs) and just like mix it up with some water and a water balloon and just throw that bitch in this goddamn car Look, that shit would have been so hard for him to get the fuck out of there. He'd have had to sell that goddamn car. He wasn't, he wasn't even gonna be able to sell that motherfucker. Yeah, he wouldn't even been able to sell it. Like, it is, yeah. He was gonna have to replace his seat specifically. <laughs> <laughs> have to pull them shits out and get them replaced. Maybe the fucking carpet too. Like that, but destroying people's property doesn't do anything. And like whatever they did to you, it don't undo that. If he was fucking a bitch and you fuck his car, up, you in jail. He's still fucking that bitch. And insurance is probably going to pay for the car to get fixed. Like, you, where did you win in that? And it only makes you feel better in that moment. I just, I've, ne- and I've been mad. I have been angry, okay, at people that I have dated, like, wanted to choke them out. But I just ain't never had the inclination to go tear nobody's shit up. Like, because I'm not going to go to jail. Like, I'm just not. That, that ain't me winning. Me winning is getting you in a way that you can't do shit about it. That's me. That's a win to me. Like, you just gotta take this L. That's what I want. <laughs> I want you to just have to take this fucking L. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Take the L. But, like, you going and trying to explode a car? Like, what the? I don't know. Did she really? I, I think she thought that when she did that, it was just gonna light it and slowly burn. <laughs> Because she don't understand fumes. Like, I think she really thought she needed to lean that far in to get it to catch. Because she needed to, like, put the flame onto the seat. <laughs> it's racism. <laughs> it's racism. She, she dumb up... because of racism? No, she grew up in a house where they didn't have central air and heating because they was on the other side of the railroad tracks versus the white people. And she used to lighten grandmama heater because with grandmama heater, you can lean all the way in. Matter of fact, you need to lean all the way in in order to light that motherfucking get it right. And then you got to go to the side and turn that little knob up and down so that the flames can get hotter or lower. She used to that shit. So she thought she was going to take that goddamn stick bick and stick it up there on the goddamn Jeep. Like she was doing that motherfucking heat at her grandmama house. And you know what? Grandmama didn't tell her, baby, this ain't how you have, this ain't the same kind of gasoline. This ain't gasoline, honey. You don't do this kind of shit. I'm mad that I've had that experience of being at a grandma's house and had, watching them light a pilot. 
I know the fuck you do, and you know they get all the way down right there. You too. gotta get all the way down there. Yeah, you do. see, that's what she grew up in. And if she could afford <laughs> housing on the other side of town, she wouldn't have had that bullshit ass experience, and she could have drew to her memory knowledge of movies where they flick the fucking match into the bitch <laughs> instead of using her knowledge of lighting that fucking heater at her grandmama house. That's see. Racism. Okay. Racism. I cannot stand you. <laughs> Goddamn shame. How racism got us fucked up all over this country in a myriad of ways. <laughs> Sad. I don't even have a follow-up story for that. I don't have any more stories. I'm done, too. We 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 wrapping up, man. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that, if you have not seen that video, just for the pure entertainment of her getting blown back, it's so cartoonish. Like, <laughs> That shit is cartoon as fuck. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? That looked like some shit that they would write to happen in a John Wick film before he get up and start just killing everybody else. <laughs> not like, not like uh, he wouldn't do no dumb shit to get blew up, but like he would just be walking by a car and somebody will press the button and it'll blow him back, and then they think they got him, and he he go pulling out all his pistols and knives and pistols and fucking everybody. Gotcha. Close quarter comeback. Bop, bop, bop. That's what they thought. Shit didn't happen like that. No, she. Uh, my God. I. Uh, it's a hilarious video. If you haven't seen it, then you need to <laughs> watch it. Cause it's. If you having a shitty day, just watch that shit. You gonna laugh like it's hilarious. Because again, before it even happened, you already know what's gonna happen because she leaned so far in, like she put her whole body in that. She might as well had to jump in, close the door, and let that shit. <laughs> Like, why is you so far in this car? You, Goddamn shame. You don't have to touch the seat with the, the flame. You don't have, like, she thought she was lighting paper. Like, no. <laughs> you ain't got to touch the seat with the flame. Like, don't take all that. <laughs> You're doing too much. You're stupid. Anyway, do you have anything else on your mind? I do not. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.